Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Sandy. How are you today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm great. Thank you. Every day is wonderful, you know? You know what? You started saying that, I don't know, a few years ago, and I think you've always thought it for the most part, but it became something that you vocalized regularly throughout the day, and that ties into what we're talking about today. Definitely. Today, we're talking about routines, habit, and comfort zones. They are are different. A lot of people think routines and habits are the same thing, but they're really different. And they determine the quality of your life. The things that you just do regularly day in and day out without thinking about them determine how your life plays out and how much enjoyment you get out of them and how much you risk. It's just incredible that you've developed this habit of being grateful and noticing the beauty and the good in the world around you. Yeah, I had to consciously do it in the beginning. It was a routine. A routine is a repeated pattern of behavior, Mm -hmm. a way of doing things. And I was consciously aware of doing that and it turned into a habit. Which is just something you do over and over again without thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. And everybody has habits and routines. You have routines about what you do when you get up in the morning. Do you get a cup of coffee? Do you take a shower? Do you do something different? I know we have a a regular routine, my husband and I. It's very comfortable. That created a comfort zone. But sometimes if we have something going early in the morning, we have to shift our routine because we're aware that it's a routine. We're able to shift it. If we're catching an early plane or we have an early meeting and we have to get up at a different time and be speedy in the morning instead of take our time or whatever, we shift our routine and we can do that because we're aware of it. Yeah. My husband is one of these people who he doesn't like mornings at all and he works very (laughs) early in the morning. So he gets up long before his internal clock would have him get up. And because of that, he needs to have a routine in the morning and he actually sets aside extra time so that he can go through that routine because if he doesn't, it throws off his whole day. There's something about the timing of it that makes it really hard for the rest of his day to work well if he doesn't have time to go through his whole routine. And that means getting up at four o'clock in the morning and allowing time for him to sit with a huge cup of coffee. And if he doesn't have that time, it messes up everything right. from then on out. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's his comfort zone. And routines create comfort zones where we feel secure and safe and that we're in control. That's a good thing. The comfort zone is a nice thing. Routines can also be negative, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. If you have a routine of drinking five beers every night, but you're worried about your weight or you're worried about your health, but you just do that because Mm -hmm. you choose to drink your beers, that's probably a routine that isn't really healthy for you. Mm -hmm. The good thing about routines is that you're aware of them and you can change them. And we can get into routines, not just in our actions, but in our thoughts. And I think this is what's really exciting is that just becoming aware of some of those routines or comfort zones Mm -hmm. mentally can help you change them and tiny little changes and shifts can make really big differences. Absolutely. Like you commented that I find the good. I focus on finding the good. I'm aware of that. And if I start down the negative rabbit hole, I catch myself and go, oh, 
no, wait a minute, this negative thing might be happening, but look at how gorgeous it is out, or look at the sun, or isn't it great we're getting rain, or don't I love my family, or, <laughs> and I consciously change that thought, and with routines, you have the power to do that, which is a great thing. So when you made that shift, was it as deep as noticing that you had this habit of focusing on the negative or only seeing the negative? And then did you go through the process of questioning, like, why do I do this? And what am I getting out of this? Because I feel like sometimes when it comes to changing habits or routines, we have them for a reason. I mean, they absolutely meet a need or we're getting something out of them that then... right. Yeah. Like we talked about habits like smoking or drinking. I know Mm -hmm. that my husband and I can very easily get into a habit of having a drink every night. And I know Mm -hmm. that I don't want to have to work that off on the treadmill every day, but it's still (laughs) really hard to not greet him with a drink when he gets home. And it took me a long time Mm -hmm. to figure out that it's because I really need in my life with him a few moments where we are happy and light and that it feels like a vacation. And so once I was aware of that, then I could be open to changing it because I know what I'm wanting to change it into. But at first it was really hard to let that go because I was getting something really important out of it, but I wasn't sure what it was. Exactly. And you know the purpose behind it. And it wasn't about the drink. It was about the together time and the focusing on each other time and catching up on your day and all those things. Mm -hmm. And that's a great routine. You just needed to find another way to make that happen that may not have involved a alcoholic beverage every night. Mm -hmm. Have a nice tea or something or And just create space around talking about things that are fun or focusing on lightness instead of all the minutia of our day. Exactly. And that's another habit. It's really easy to, oh, I had a terrible day and all these awful things happened and drove me crazy and I got frustrated. Or you can say, these good things happened. And they may not be the biggest part of your day, but something good always happens Mm -hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. I know you told me that when your family sits down to dinner, you say, okay, everybody share three good things that happened today. And that's a wonderful thing. And that's a nice routine. And it enhances your life because then you're preparing for it all day. Oh, this is going to be asked at dinner tonight. Now I need to look for these things. <laughs> right. Yes. And it teaches you to pay attention and you create a habit. Different from a routine, a habit is doing something repeatedly without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I know our friend who used to smoke, he didn't even think about the fact that he would get up after dinner and go out and smoke or every time he started the car, he'd light a cigarette. It became such a habit that he just did it. And at one point, somebody pointed out to him and he went, yeah, I don't even smoke these things. I just light them and stick them in the ashtray, but it goes with starting the car. That's weird. And once he realized he had a habit, somebody had to point it out to him, then he could change it. But habits are routines that became so ingrained that you don't even think about them anymore. So what does that mean? It's a little bit misleading because comfort zone isn't necessarily something that is comfortable in terms of feeling good or being good for you. It's just something you've gotten used to. Right. The comfort zone is a place where you feel safe because you think you know what's going to happen. And it may be something terrible that's going to happen. I think I've mentioned before 
about back when I was counseling clients, there was a woman who came to see me because she was in an abusive relationship. And we figured out why and we figured out what to do. And she had a three-year-old son that she wanted to take care of, keep safe. So she got rid of the abusive partner. Then three years later, she was back. Same story, same abusive kinds of relationship, different guy. Mm-hmm. And she kept coming back every three or four years. And I would say, okay, let's figure out why you're doing this. And she goes, oh, no, no, it's fine. Because her comfort zone was she knew how to deal with abusive partners. And at one point, she said that she had met a really nice guy and he didn't abuse her or her son. And he was just a nice guy. And when he got angry, he might yell a little and then he'd go for a walk. And she said she couldn't stand it because her comfort zone What she thought she knew how to deal with was somebody who was abusive. And the fact that this person was not going to hit her or her son or yell at them was so uncomfortable for her. It was so out of her comfort zone that she ended that relationship and went back to an abusive guy. Because she knew what to expect. Exactly. And that's what a comfort zone is. So I'd like to look at the different kinds of habits because there are a couple of different kinds. There's the unconscious habits like tapping your pencil when you're sitting at your desk or making certain faces in certain situations. Speech habits, using the words you know or like before every word. Yelling when something doesn't go your well. And then, of course, there's smoking and drinking and using drugs and all kinds of negative behavior choices that hurt your body. Eating. Definitely eating when you're stressed, eating when you're not stressed. Eating when you're bored. Eating sugar. Yeah. Eating when you're bored. Exactly. So many habits of action that people don't even think about. And I would like to challenge our listeners to look at your habits of action and see what you just do. And if what you do is positive, like you automatically find the good, or if it's negative, like you eat a cake whenever you're upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Always cake. Always cake. See, there you go. And if you're aware of it, you can at least say, oh, I think I'll just have a piece. I'm not going to eat the whole freaking cake. But if you're not aware of it, you're going to look at the empty cake plate and go, oh, I just did that. Wow. And then there's the habits of thinking, which are really important for each of us to be aware of, because these are the thoughts about who you are, or you can think that you're wonderful and love yourself and have positive self-esteem and personal power and all that great thing. And that can just be a habit. Or you can have those negative tapes from when you were young playing in your head all the time and not even being aware of them. And they're telling you how you're incompetent or you're unlovable or whatever it is. Those tapes, those negative habits of thinking are so important for you to be aware of. You need to look at where they came from and remember that you always have the power to change them. There again, another thing that is big these days is people's thinking habits about other people or situations. That's what prejudice is, is you see somebody that doesn't look exactly like you and you may have a habit of thinking that there's something wrong with that person or that person's dangerous or that person's stupid or scary or whatever and not even be aware that that's a thinking habit. Mm -hmm. And it probably isn't true. So there again, you've got to look at where it came from and 
see if it's benefiting you and others or if it's hurting you and others. One of the things that I found really useful a few years ago when I was attempting to make some positive changes in my life was looking uh-huh. at what the author Byron Katie came up with. It's a process yes. that she calls the work. And it's really easy. It just consists huh. of asking yourself four questions. And the four questions mm-hmm. are, is it true? Your thought, is it true? Mm-hmm. Can you absolutely Mm -hmm. know that it is true, is the second question. Third question, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And the fourth one that I found most Uh helpful was, who would you be without that thought? And that was so big for me, because even if you have, like, say you're afraid of public speaking, and you've done it once or twice, and you didn't think it went well, and now you have to give another speech again, and you're terrified, and you're telling yourself, I don't do this well. That's your story. Yeah, right. Is that true? Not necessarily. You haven't done it well in the past, Mm -hmm. but you tried and you haven't had a lot of practice. And by the time you get to who would you be without that thought, that just opens up the entire world of possibility that I may actually be really good at this and I just haven't given myself time to develop that skill yet. And that was so monumental for me. What happens if I don't think this way because I have that opportunity to change the way I think about it? Yes. Oh, that's great. Byron Katie is just amazing. She's got it. (laughs) She's got it. She does. She's very um, bold in her thinking and she will challenge the way you think. Right. And help you find the positive. Yes. She's all about being positive and being the best you can be and finding your personal power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is great. So what I found really revolutionary was that you are not your thoughts, but your thoughts will dictate your life because they will dictate your feelings. Exactly. So change them if you don't like them. Yes. I have a great quote about that. It says, depending on what they are, Our habits will either make us or break us. We become what we repeatedly do. And thoughts, habits of thoughts or behavior pretty much define how our life goes. Mm -hmm. That was Stephen Covey, by the way. He's another smart guy. I was listening to an interview with the actor Matthew McConaughey last night, and he was talking about he came to this point in his life where he just made this list, like, this is the life I want to lead, and these are the things that are important to me. And number one was become a father. Number two was find and keep the woman of my dreams, you know? And he goes down this list, and Mm -hmm. there's one on there that just says, take more risks. And Mm. the interviewer was asking, on this list, what would you do more of, or what would you change? Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I wouldn't change my list. My list has worked out great for me, but I would take more Mm -hmm. risks. If I could do it all over again, I would go back and I would leave my comfort zone more often. That's awesome. We all get really comfy and we think that the point of life is comfort. But if you stay in one place too long, you don't evolve. And I like how you say that your comfort zone is a great place to rest and regroup, but you're not supposed to stay there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Your comfort zone will keep you trapped. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of more great quotes (laughs) about that. It says, most everything you want is just outside your comfort zone. That's Jack Canfield. And that is so true. The comfort zone is a great place to, like you said, rest and feel safe and all that. If it's a positive comfort zone, I go back to my former client, that was not a positive comfort zone. She felt that she knew how to handle 
that. So that was a comfort zone for her. But she was not safe. Her son was not safe. And it wasn't a good place. And a lot of us find comfort zones that are detrimental. Our comfort zone is having, like I said, five beers every night when you want to lose weight and be healthy. Five beers every night are not going to do that for you. And if that's Mm -hmm. comfortable for you, you might want to look at that. I've noticed that even making tiny little changes makes a big difference. Like I used to drive home from work the same way every day. It's the most efficient. I get home quickest. There's no traffic. You know, it was easy. I didn't have to think about it. And then one day I thought, if I do this every day for the rest of my life, I will have only seen this one view. (laughs) So now I make an effort to drive somewhere a different direction and see a different part of my tiny little world almost every day. Oh, that's great. Tiny little change Uh made, I don't want to say it made a huge difference. I do feel like I get to see new places, but Yeah. It just showed me how easy it is to improve your life by making tiny little adjustments in your navigation. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. And the trick is, first of all, you have to become aware of it. Yes. You have to notice, oh, I do this every day. Why do I do this every day? (laughs) Why? Well, because it's efficient. (laughs) You know, it's efficient. It, It works. But am I loving it? No. Would I like something different? Yes. Oh, I have the power to change it. Yep. And that's the key, tapping into your personal power. And you always have the power to change your routines and habits and break out of your comfort zone. And what will happen when you do that is you will grow and your world will expand. It's like doing this podcast was for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar with microphones or talking like this to whatever we're talking to our wonderful listeners, but sitting here in my office, it's just talking to my microphone. And that's a weird thing. I wasn't used to that. That was way out of my comfort zone. But now I'm feeling more positive about who I am because I push my comfort zone and I'm having a darn good time with you, Shan. That's awesome. (laughs) And love sharing things with our listeners and hearing from our listeners. And it's so fun to see what happens when you push your comfort zone and break out of it. So there again, I'm challenging our listeners. Look at something that you have a routine with or a habit that isn't allowing you to expand and push your comfort zone. And we'd love to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Love to hear about what your routine are and which ones you're consciously choosing now and yes. which ones you've decided to let go of, whether that's physical or mental. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then how your life has changed for the better when you do that. I have one more quote because this is a quote day. A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. True. And it's John Asaraf who said that, another wise man. I like to think of it as like when you're hiking and you're gaining elevation and just trudging upwards and upwards and upwards, and then you finally come to a flat spot and you rest there and you have some water And you look back at where you came from and you go, this is great, but I'm not going to reach the top if I don't keep going. So it's like a plateau. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's a great analogy. And that's exactly what a comfort zone is. It's the plateau where you can rest after part of the climb and then you get back on the trail and continue your climb. That's beautiful, Shan. And it's okay to rest there. But when resting becomes the choice more often than not, sometimes there just isn't any energy. And it's like life has been really hard for a year and I don't know where to go. And so resting becomes okay. But after a while, you start to feel tentative again, like taking that next step is too scary. And then it's time to go. Then Mm -hmm. it's time to take that next step. Exactly. And then the fear will go away. 
You feel fear when you're doing something that's new and you don't know that you can handle it. It's like when you're hiking, you don't know what's around the next curve in the trail, but you'll never find out if you don't go there. Yep. That's a great analogy. Thank you. Thank you. We'll wrap us up. Okay. So we all live our lives with routines and habits. They can be positive or negative, and it's important to pay attention and see which is which. Notice them and acknowledge them. We're aware of our routines and can change them whenever we want with very little discomfort. We're often unaware of our habits and changing them can be difficult. A comfort zone is what we create through our routines and habits. The comfort zone gives us a false sense of safety and security and can also keep us trapped and stuck right there on that plateau. Mm -hmm. It's important to remember you always have the power to change your routines and habits and expand your comfort zone so you can create the life you want. And I'd like to add that it's really crucial that you approach this process non-judgmentally. Yes. You need to be able to look at yourself and your decisions and your your routines and your choices and look at them without emotion because if you start looking at your habits and being judgy about them, like I do this and oh, I'm such a horrible person because I do this and you're going to keep yourself there. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to beat yourself up <clears throat> right. about it. No. You got to be able to be gentle and, Absolutely. and look at them without bias and say, okay, if I'm trying to get to this place and I'm doing this every day, am I going to get there? Probably not. Okay, let's change it. There's no reason to get down on yourself because you're making decisions that maybe aren't good for you. That will keep you stuck. Exactly. Excellent points. And there's a reason you were doing that. Whatever the decisions you were making, there is a reason you started doing that. It's just that that reason has outlived its usefulness. And if you want something else, you need to make a shift. But without judgment, that's such an important point. Thank you, Shan. Thank you. You taught me how cool it can be to initiate change in your life and that it doesn't have to be huge changes to do that. You can just kind no. of make a tiny little course direction and the world looks new and bright, shiny again. Beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Sandy. And thanks to all of you. We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life or topics you'd like us to address in future episodes. And we would love for us to review our podcast. If you're enjoying it, you can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com, click contact and drop us an email. And we look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, find your power and change your life.